All right, welcome back, everybody, to another week of the Kansas State Podcast. We've had a lot of fun this season, talking Wildcats football and basketball with some other people from the Star. We've had Sam Ellinger on last week. We had Vahe Gregorian stop by. But this week, we're back to our bread and butter. we got Blair Kirkoff talking with me. And what better guest this week? Because he, he is a true uh, reporter to go out of his way to cover the Sunflower Showdown this weekend. Um, and it was not exactly a battle of ranked teams. Probably about as far away from that as you could get. So Blair, why don't you start, it off, start us off with that. What did you think of one of the most epic rivalry games ever played last week? Yeah, epic I think is the absolute right term for it. Uh, you know, it, it reminded me a little bit of the first Sunflower Showdown games that I covered, which was back, which were back in the late 80s and early 90s. It was after Bill Mason and Glenn, <laughs> Bill Mason, Bill Snyder and Glenn Mason uh, got to their schools, but uh, but they hadn't, you know, hadn't really turned the corner yet on, on their success, and the game was pretty, pretty abysmal. And I thought this one was too. It just wasn't well played at all. But it was entertaining, and it, it was back and forth, which is not something you see in a Kansas Kansas State football game that often. Um, it's, uh, you know, it had you wondering. You know, into the fourth quarter, who was going to win the game? And again, that's just not something that you're, you're used to seeing from when, when these two teams get together in football. It's the most, you know, it's got to be the most lopsided rival of, of state schools that exists in the country. So, um, from that standpoint, you know, at least there was some mystery to it, but not well played and, um, and not, uh, you know, nothing, nothing that either side had a lot to be proud of in terms of, uh, uh, just the, the, the artisticness of, of the game, but uh, uh, but good for Kansas State to get the W. I, I think I've always thought this that the game the game means a lot to both schools, but it really means a lot to Kansas State to keep the dominance to continue the dominance over Kansas, and and they got at least they got to do that on Saturday. Yeah, I I, I saw some people sum it up really good that. Um, the the biggest and perhaps only positive Kansas State took away from the game is that they won and uh, you know I think that's well said there wasn't really much else to take away from it from the Kansas State perspective I I honestly thought Kansas looked like the better team and really kind of frittered it away with holding penalties and a drop touchdown pass they just seemed to move the ball so much better and you know the way K State's offense is playing it, I bet if they played again you'd probably be tied 1-1 and we'd be going to a rubber rubber game um, to see who gets the series. But, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting times right now. Kansas is looking at a new coach. Kansas State might be in the same position in a few weeks. So kind of, you know, the, the gap has been closed in the rivalry and there's a lot of uncertainty moving forward. I guess, where, well, where, do you think, where do you think it'll go in future years? Do you think we'll continue seeing dominance or is this a, a time where maybe the, the tables get turned a little bit? Well, you know, you're, it's funny when you mentioned the, the gap being closed, and it has closed, and it's not because Kansas has gotten significantly better. Uh, Kansas State has come back to the, you know, to the middle or lower part of the Big 12 pack, where the lower end is where Kansas has been for a decade now. So that's not, that doesn't bode well for K-State. And, uh, and so it, it's, to me, it's interesting when, as we, if we were watching the game and I was thinking about 
uh, what to write about and, and how to think about the rivalry going forward, I think it's fair to ask um, you know, where where these programs are headed and what in what direction. Whose future do you feel you know more confident in right now? I mean, certainly Kansas State has uh, all kinds of advantages over Kansas. Facilities are, are great. Um, there's, there's a recent history and trend of success. And heck, um, you know, eight straight years of bowl games for the Wildcats, and they're still eligible to go to a bowl this year. They haven't been eliminated from that possibility. Meanwhile, Kansas has been last every, I, I think, every year in the, in the Big 12 or tied for last since it, in that decade. And yet, you know, Kansas is, we know they're going to make a move. They've, they've already. You know, they've already fired David Beatty, who continues to coach out the season, and athletic director Jeff Long is flying all over the place looking for its new football coach. Meanwhile, Kansas State is kind of in a little bit of a limbo with its coaching situation. Is uh, Bill Snyder still there? Does, um, is something going to change after the season? If not, um, can Kansas State recruit? Uh, can they can they keep the players in the program happy? Can they recruit to the future? I think those are legit questions going forward when you um, when you're talking about Kansas State. So um, I, I, I think I'm. It's been a, a long time for me to come around to this, this thinking, but I do think we're we're going to see change after this season at the coaching position at Kansas State. I, I think I was holding out longer than most people who you know who considered that possibility. Um, I just. I, you know, I guess I've been around long enough to understand just how much Bill Snyder means to Kansas State and what he's what he's meant to, you know, not just the, the football program but the university. But the, you know, the more you see of what's happening this season, the more I think you're led to believe that um, change is is in the future for, for K State. And um, and and if that's the case, if, if there is change, and of course change at KU then I do think it brings those two programs a little more uh, on a parallel track than, um, than, than Kansas State being the more dominant program, the, the, the team that you, know, that you always see win this game by multiple touchdowns, at least for a little while. It, you know, it depends. It's going to end up depending on who, you know, who ends up at KU and whether Kansas State makes a change or not. Yeah, it, it'll be fascinating to watch. I, because right now I would say, you know, even though KU is starting from a lower position, I would say their arrow is trending up right now where Kansas State is probably trending down or at best just kind of standing still. So the next couple of years will be fascinating in that regard. Um, as far as Kansas State goes, looking ahead, they got Texas Tech this week. I'm a little surprised. Um, the line is only six and a half points in favor of Texas Tech this week. I think the Red Raiders just have too much offense. I, I don't see the way Kansas State has played lately, that they really have all that much hope in this game. Uh, but you never know. They're at home. The defense plays better in Manhattan, so maybe uh, from what you saw, what, what kind of chance do you give them against the Red Raiders? Well, it's, this is one of those matchups that I always think Kansas State has a decided edge in coaching. And that's not to disparage Cliff Kingsbury. I, I think Cliff's doing a, he's done a nice job this year. He's probably you know, saved, his, saved his job. You know, they're, they're in... Um, uh, they're having a they're having a, a, a good season, but it's just kind of like the master against the pupil in this game, or historically it has been. And, uh, so, in addition to the home field, there's there's the edge of coaching as well. I um, and, and 
I'm not. I don't know about the quarterback situation. Maybe you can clarify that for me a little bit at Texas Tech. What's uh, um, who's, who's going to play quarterback? Or just a little. Sometimes it doesn't matter there because of the, the, the systematic offense that they, they run. But uh, but I'm, I'm not sure exactly what's going on at, at quarterback at Tech. And, uh, and historically, you know, it seems like Tech is. You know, tech is kind of they, – they've had a history, kind of a recent history of starting out pretty strong and not finishing strong, and Kansas State's been the opposite. They, you know, they've had some trouble early and had a finishing kick. So you may be surprised at the line, but I, I, I don't know. I think you'd hear some odds makers say that this it should be a little closer than it is. And I, I understand why it is what it is, but um, uh, but I don't know. I've seen too much of this series where, where – I think I've always thought, I thought that Tech had the better personnel, but Kansas State came away with the victory. Well, you're right there. Cliff Kingsbury's only beaten Bill Snyder one time, and that was in Lubbock. Um, it's never happened here. Uh, there is a little bit of uncertainty quarterback. It doesn't look like Alan Bowman's going to play, but their backup, Jet Duffy, I believe, is his name. I hope I pronounced it right. Um, led up Texas last week. He didn't really have too many problems on offense. So, uh We'll see. I mean, like like, like you said, may, maybe Snyder can work his magic over Kingsbury one more time. Uh, just watching K-State struggle as much as they have on offense lately, I, I have my doubts. This game is going to have to be played, I mean, you know, low 20s at best. That's probably as many points as K-State is going to score unless Texas Tech just gives them something with a pick six or something like that. Um, personally, I think if Texas Tech can get the 30, the game's over. Yeah, you may be right. About, yeah, you're right. I think you're right about that. And, uh, and you know, but, but K-State still has the ball carrot in front of them too. So that's right. There's, there's something there's something to play for. And if, if Kansas State finds a way to win on Saturday, I mean, I, I think they'll be even a bigger underdog at Iowa State the next week. But you you give you give Kansas State a week to get ready for an opponent that's you know that's not Oklahoma. With the opportunity to be bowl eligible, uh, who knows what who knows what could happen there. Um, but I remember when the schedule came out before the season, I saw that the year was ending with, with KU, Texas Tech, Iowa State. I just saw all those as victory opportunities for for the Wildcats. And you just thought that the, the Big Twelve part of the schedule was front loaded for them, and they they find their you know they they get their record built on the back end, but. You know, Iowa State, both Iowa State and Tech are playing better than I thought, especially the Cyclones. So, um, so it may not, you know, it's not working out the way maybe we saw in the preseason. But you just, I don't know, just can't count out um, uh, you know, the, the Cats with, you know, with, with bowl hopes. You know, but, you know, that, I think that was one of the, I know that the Kansas people talked about that last week, and maybe that was on their minds. Both teams going into last week's game still were bowl eligible. Nobody was nobody had been eliminated from that. And Kansas played probably I'm sure they felt like one of their better games to keep it as close as they did. And uh, and and I heard in the post game some of the players talk about how they wanted to you know, they wanted a chance for another week of thinking they could get to a bowl game. So that can be a you know, that, that can be a motivation. That's right. And traditionally nobody fights to get the six six more than Kansas State. So you got to give them that. Hey, it's Blair Kirkhoff, and if you're listening to this, you love Kansas City sports, whether it's the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting, Mizzou, KU, or K-State, and no one covers these teams like the Kansas City Star. If you currently subscribe to the paper or have a digital subscription, thank you for your support. And if you don't, here's a great offer. 
It's called Sports Pass, unlimited digital access to every sports story and video on KansasCity.com. And it's just $30 for the first year. It's the best sports value in town. Just eight cents a day or $2.50 a month. You can't beat that. Subscribe now at KansasCity.com slash Sports Pass. Uh, but before we let you go, over here, Blair, we should probably talk some Kansas State basketball. Uh, number, the number 12 team isn't off to the best start of all time. Beat Kennesaw State ugly. Had some trouble with Denver before winning. They're only shooting 17.5% from three this year. Are you concerned at all? I mean, I know you haven't been here watching up close, but from afar, what, what do you think? Is there a reason to worry that they're not going to uh, tear it up? Well, I think if you're, if you're going to be off to a slow – if you're going to play poorly, this is the time to do it. Um, and get uh, kind of get re- readjusted, um, reacclimated to each other. Um, I, I did get to watch most of the Denver game, and I was alarmed by the shooting. This was uh, not what uh, not what I saw in March last year. And I know they've had a couple little injury things uh, to deal with, and uh, but but uh, and, and look, I, I, Kansas State I don't know anything about, but I know Denver is supposed to. They, they think they have a pretty good team this year, so there was that. Um, uh, I, I'm not worried. I, you know, the, the these are the games where it's, it may be difficult for teams to, you know, when, when, you're, when you're a team that went to the Elite Eight and beat Kentucky and uh, has the kind of finish that Kansas State did, and now you're opening the season against some programs that uh, you haven't heard much about, the players are certainly not familiar with. You don't, they're not playing teams uh, that have players that they would have either played against or played with and, uh, sometimes in their lives. It's just, it's just a, can be a difficult situation. Um, you, you'd want to see him take care of business the way a, you know, a top ten program would, but uh, it just it hasn't happened. And I think you have another one of these. Well, the, the tournament's coming up, I think, for the Wildcats now, right? They um, uh, right a little they. bit, little, little bit different atmosphere and different opponents. So um, I, I, I bet they play better in the, the Virgin Islands. I believe that they'll play better there than we saw them play in the first two games. I I agree. Um, uh, the most alarming thing I've seen is just that their backcourt, Kamal Stokes, Cartier Jada, and Mike McGurl, all three have played poorly in their first three games. Um, and for, for all three to play bad at the same time, I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not hitting the panic button yet. I don't think fans should either. Uh, I, I think they will pick it up in the Virgin Islands. But I, I do think that that second game they play uh, against either Pennsylvania or Northern Iowa could be tricky. If they don't shoot the ball... If they shoot the ball as poorly as they have, they could go down in that game. Um, but I think if they get back, if they get past that second game, they win the whole thing. Both, both really well-coached teams, by the way, Penn and, and you and I. And, uh, uh, and, and, and let's acknowledge this. That at least at these games have been close and low-scoring, but Kansas State has played pretty good defense. Oh, yeah, great, great defense. It's just it's on the offense end that, uh, um, that, that we've seen the problems. And we're seeing problems from players who we've seen play better. So I, I just think that they'll – I think it'll all be okay. And uh, uh, and I'm really looking forward to the – you know, when the schedule – it's going to start this weekend, but the schedule gets a little tougher and then continues on with uh, – they get, they get a game with Marquette, I believe, coming up pretty soon. And uh, um, this is a team that uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing in some high-profile games in the non-conference. 
Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, Blair, well, we'll, we'll let you off the hook with that one. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you again down the road. Thanks, Kellis.